0: So the podcast hasn't even started, and uh, Liz has proceeded to what I assume is spill a drink all over her workstation. Her Christmas present will be a sippy cup. We're planning another trip to Vegas.
1: I guess so. So in May of this year to end in May of some other year, possibly. (sighs)
0: Just for clarification, we are not actually moving to Vegas. That would be fun, though. (laughs) Um, None of us would fucking survive. No. Andy might. He's pretty adaptable. Andy would probably survive. Andy might. We were so, specifically, V was so enchanted with Omega Mart (laughs) and Area 15. (laughs) I feel like enchanted is the right word.
1: Uh, Enthralled. 100%. Enchanted, enthralled.
0: I am excited with how excited she was, Mm -hmm. genuinely. So yeah, we were so into it that we want to go back and actually really fully explore Area 15 and more specifically Omega Mart, maybe even do an episode on it. Yeah. Because there is, I mean, like I know we mentioned it the last video, but there is like a whole arcing story to Mm -hmm. Omega Mart that is actually continuing to grow right after, like the day after we got back from vacation, I watched a video that Film Theory... Or food theory, anyways, one of them. Matt Pat, Matt Pat, uh, <laughs> released a follow up video to Omega Mart, which was his. Uh, he had an original video on Omega Mart where he actually went there and like explored and he mapped out the like layout of the the physical location to oh, try wow. to see what is where and try to see like places that they have yet to been able to go to that'll probably expand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like I think that'd be a cool episode. Also, um, have you seen diaphanized like creatures? I have no idea what the fuck you just said. Diaphanized? Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, the internet cut out diaphanized. I think that's how you pronounce it. It is a form of wet mounting, which is like taxidermy, but wet. That sounds bad. It's like... <laughs> taxidermy? Uh, but wet. The
1: internet really but cut make out, it so I'm just trying to spicy. piece sounds together. So I'm just going to So diaphanization... Diaph- so like you know how you see
0: things like Di- stored in formaldehyde. Die,
1: Diaph...
0: Nope, Di- internet's fucked diaph- up. Hold on, we'll just die.
1: <laughs> I uh, found I found the diaphanitized Yeah,
0: Di- Isn't it cool? So for anybody um, who is not currently looking at a picture of diaphanized wet mounting, it is. It, they they get. You take a creature, and you put it in a jar. And like it's a processing of the creature that basically makes their skin and like all the tissue go clear or disappear from existence. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) And then the bones and like the cartilage and like the solid stuff turns like this really beautiful blue purple. And it actually like for people who enjoy dead things, I enjoy dead things. It's beautiful, but my my point here was that this, I found this creator on Facebook, and she does, like, a bunch of, like, really cool stuff with dead things and bones, and I was super into it, mm-hmm. and she posted these makeup brushes, and in the makeup brushes, it was, like, the, the base of the brushes were, like, a liquid. In that base, she had diaphanized octopus tentacles. Oh! <gasps> And cool. they were stunning. And it was like a one of a kind. It was like $150. It was already sold out by the time I even looked at it. I was a 100% about to get on a payment plan and buy those bitches. They were beautiful. <laughs> like it's just it, they were they were stunning. I think that's all I got for like interesting stuff. How are how are things for for Liz? How, how's life for Liz? How's the world? Uh, world's good. I trained my
1: replacement um Friday or Sunday, Monday. All right. And uh I have like, whew,
0: excuse me. Uh, I have 9 more days left. <laughs> Damn, you got less than me. I have um my last day is the 28th and as of recording it is the 15th. Yeah. So I have am, like, my last day is the 24th. 13 days, 13 more. Ooh, it's, 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 it's. So now that you have 9 days left, what's uh what's the plan for Liz? I mean, I assume you're not going to f- start anything until after your trip yep. at this point. You're just a stay-at-home wife. Mm-hmm. for a little bit it's gonna be like it's kind of weird because like i don't really have that like when it comes
1: down to it i'm like i uh, work the 24th and then everybody is coming in on christmas eve and then we have christmas the day after christmas and then the 27th through the 30th we're just chilling yeah that he has to go to work but i'm just chilling that's me and uh mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. and then uh we're gone I get the 28th through the 29th, basically, <laughs> because on the 30th, uh, I am giving, I am assisting in giving a presentation at Carrington College Ooh. for their vet tech staff on handling body language, all the fun stuff you have to deal with as a vet dealing with dogs. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, actually, it's a really cool uh, opportunity. It's definitely exciting. Any other exciting news? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's boring. I know. I'm sorry. But banana bread <laughs> at, at work? work? Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get on with that intro that we got going on. I would love to.
1: Hi, guys. I'm Liz. And I'm Allie. And welcome to That Shit is
0: Fucked. A.K.A. T-S-I-F. If it's weird, spooky, creepy, or just fucked up, we're going to talk about it. So if you're into the fucked up shit like we are, strap on in and we'll take you for a ride. Buckle up, motherfucker. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Good lordy. Oh, did I tell you about my tooth already? I almost forgot about that one. I told you about my tooth. Situation that it's right? shattering, shattered, shattering? or
1: in—is it shattered or in the process of shattering? I know you said it was like no, it's just like into
0: a bunch of pieces. It's just like falling apart from the inside. Okay, so you yeah. you know about it. It's fine. It's not. It's still not hurting. So at least there's that. Nothing's like you know painful. Oh wow, V is gonna kick my ass. My like audio just—you like, got shot. real loud. Well, I don't know why it does this to me. I don't know how to make it turn. I don't know how to make it stop. Auto. Uh, voluming. V. I don't either. How do I make it stop all auto voluming? I know you're gonna hear this later. You can text me about it. All right. So what is Liz talking about this week? Cause uh, you got a oh, a dinger. I don't know. I don't know. I said dinger. I don't like that. Um, I don't a have ringer. a dinger. You have a ringer. I don't have a dinger. <laughs> I meant ringer. Oh wait. Before you start, um, you. I mean, you could talk. I just won't be able to respond. I need to go get some spicy water.
1: Is that carbonated? Yeah. Yes. Okay. "Well, while you're getting your spicy water, uh, I did not once again know what to do. One of my old coworkers from my last job actually sent me uh, this like video, a YouTube link. I watched it and was like, damn, this is pretty fucked up." And then I did some research, then we watched a documentary on it and I was like, "Wow, this is really fucked up." I decided to do that. So thank you, Zach. From Roadhouse,
0: I don't oh. think you listen to this, but you said Zach, and I was like, Zach, no.
1: not not Zach. Uh,
0: <clears throat> no, 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 no. It's more like I'm Zach, and I'm gonna be a lawyer. <laughs> do you remember Pops That's or right. Kicks? I think it was Pops. Do you remember Pops? I think it was I Pops. Love Pops. The ser- yeah, yeah. Do you remember those commercials though, where they like no. had somebody's? Okay, so. For all the people who existed before the early 2000s, the the, the the Pops commercials that they had were, like, a person's head, but it was just, like, from their chin down, and they flipped. Yes. Yeah, they flipped the camera, and then they put that. eyes on the chin.
1: Yep, I yeah. remember those.
0: I remember those. I could do that with my snake bites. You could? <laughs> For anybody uh who's wondering, I was just trying attempting. To, yeah, I was just trying to do it in real life. Um it didn't work. I'm really glad we wrote a podcast and not a YouTube channel. Me too because I look like trash. Say, right my hair is gross as fuck and I'm sitting here in a blanket that I've been running around the house like it's a cape.
1: This is my robe that has been recently washed, but these are my PJs cuz I just woke up and watched a documentary and then came here.
0: And uh, I like how you said came here like you left your home to be here. <laughs> we all know that's not true. Um, Liz did not leave anywhere. She's just sitting in her in her computer room, sitting in the office, doing <laughs> office duties. <laughs> Duty. I'm an I'm an accountant. <laughs> I'm an accountant. <laughs> how much? Would Can I would tell you about up? my story now? Yeah, I'm sorry. I really diverted us. My bad. It's just it's I love, OK. I love. I just love talking to you. This is what the people are here for. They don't care about the the cases or the stories. They're here for us. Let me, and I quote. Wait, I will quote it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I quote, we got a five-star rating from McCoylk. McCoylk. L K, McCoy-l-k. McCoy-l-k. S- McCoylk McCoylk You sound like fucking goofy McCoylk, McCoy-l-k. Oh, <laughs> And I quote the title Love the banter with an exclamation point Five stars If you don't like to listen to banter Ellipses You're the problem You hear it you, you, McCoylk said it If you don't like the banter you're the problem We're not the problem you are these two crack me up, and they're so relatable. I love the content and the laughs. Okay, that's all. And on to the story. I will shut up now. Please tell me. I'm, I'm excited. Okay, thank you. This is kind of a long one. Oh, shit. It's a
1: long-ass episode.
0: Okay, all We're already right. 40
1: minutes in, and we got a long episode.
0: Uh, by the time it's cut down, V's going to have to take out at least half of this. Oh, yeah, 100%. All right, so we...
1: Are traveling back to the seventies, baby? Back
0: in time, dale. Pitbull, yeah, sure. I okay, don't, I don't. Right. I don't even. Anyways,
1: we're in the nineteen seventies. Uh huh. We're in Portland, Maine, not oh. Portland, Oregon. I Portland, thought you were going to say Oregon. Yep, other side of the country. Wait, where is Oregon? uh is to the left. If you're to the left of Arizona. Wait, really? Like up and to the left, above California.
0: Like, west? like it's west, directly
1: above California.
0: Wow! I feel real stupid. I really, I really, really, genuinely thought that Oregon was in the middle of the country. I thought it was the Midwest. I feel real like the the middle. Like, wow! I feel real dumb. I don't know my geography. That's fine.
1: Nobody. I mean, a lot of people do, but for.
0: Right now, I'm
1: going to say not very many people do, so it's fine. But yeah, so other side of the country, Maine. Very tippity top.
0: Oh, I like it. Right next to uh, my old home, my stomping grounds, if you will, in Massachusetts. Mm, Yes, your neighbors. Mm, Yes.
1: (laughs) A psychiatrist named Gerald Davison uh, is the founder of the... Boarding school we're going to be talking about today and it's called Alon 1. What? Alon E L A N and the number 1. Alon 1. That's boarding what school, school is
0: called. Mhm. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. And his investors were David Goldberg and Joseph ritchie Now Joseph ritchie was very involved. He ran the school until 2001. So oh, he's wow. like our He's like our main, one of our main characters here. Davidson, the actual psychiatrist who formed this school, said it was meant to be like a reform school. It was based for the youth that had issues with authority and were kind of the out of control kids. Okay. It was supposed to be a place where they could learn to deal with the issues that they had in a safe place while also learning they're still going to school. Like they could complete high school while also being in a place where they could talk about whatever was causing these outbursts right sure there was one kid whose mother sent him there and he claimed that he was uh he thought he was gonna be attending therapy quote sorry attending therapy with other kids who had the same issues end quote and maybe learning how to ski because it's in maine he was very excited Uh, and that was posted by a reddit user okay he was very wrong (laughs) Oh, very wrong. (laughs) So, when the school first opened, it was charging $17,500 per year (gasps) for an annual fee per child. As reported, NBC Reports did a documentary on them as well. So, that was according to them. But by the time they closed, they were charging $54,000 annually per child.
0: Okay, so like. 17,000 is like over half of what I make in a fucking year. Mm -hmm. And he said they were charging fifty grand a year by the end of it. That's literally Mm -hmm. more than I make in a year.
1: Yep. Their targets were rich families with out-of-control adolescents.
0: Holy shit.
1: Their website really appealed to parents. It has been taken down now with the documentary I had, showed pictures of it. And it was a very heartfelt message to parents. Like, we know how tired you are. We know how much of a struggle it is. We know how out-of-control your children are. And you can send them here, and we can help- them develop real life skills and turn them into young adults Mm.
0: sounds like a load of barnacles
1: basically basically there were a bunch of parents who sent their children here i didn't get a number for exactly how many but they could
0: hold up to a little over a hundred kids Okay. At a time. Wow. That's not and that many. I, I, I'm I, not going to lie. I thought it was going to be a little bigger. But they were open
1: from 1970 to 2011. Whoa. So factor that in. There's at least, they had at least, there was one girl who said she knew 300 kids from that school. Wow. So that's just one girl. Yeah. That's intense. So that's just like one grouping of kids that she saw while she was there. It's 300 Once the parents had sent in the tuition money and agreed to send their child to the school, there were a couple different ways that the kids were picked up. The way that the documentary started was this one kid got to ride. They picked him up in a private jet and then dropped him off to be picked up in a van in Pennsylvania or in, yeah, I'm sorry, in Pennsylvania to then be driven to Maine. And that was quite a nice ride.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot
1: of other kids don't know how they decided to pick these kids. I'm guessing maybe kids who had a, a few more issues than the other ones. But a van would drive up in front of their <gasps> home in the middle of the night and
0: they were what they uh, referred to as a lawn snatch. Oh my god, I've heard of that kind of thing. Not like specifically a lawn snatched, but like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I've heard of schools uh, doing that kind of shit.
1: Yep, and they... Uh, consisted of two workers sneaking into the child's room at night and physically restraining them while putting the plastic uh, zip-tie handcuffs on them. Jesus Christ. Since most kids knew like close to nothing about what was actually like what this school was many of them thought they were actually being kidnapped and feared for their lives and several of the girls who were taken were uh had like were afraid they were going to be raped or sexually assaulted by the men who came to grab them oh my god so wherever they were at they were spent this whole entire van ride to the school like fearing for their lives. When they did finally arrive at the boarding school, they were met with a bunch of dirty mobile homes. Their main building was fairly large. It looks like a, you know, like a three bedroom house, but all the rest of the buildings were just like single wide mobile homes. And they was out in the middle of nowhere. So this, they, it, they had like an actual address. There was a road, but they had owned, they bought so much property that they didn't have neighbors for miles. Like 15, oh, 20 yeah. miles before the next person was, before the next, like, wow. resident. The actual layout for how this school worked is pretty wild. So I'm going to attempt to, like, put us in the kind of timeline for it. Yeah. After you're, like, directly after arriving at Elan, you. Got a full-blown pat-down, body pat-down. You would then be forced into the communal locker room and forced to strip and shower in front of the people who kidnapped you. And then they gave you... Yeah, and then you were given a new wardrobe that was, like, muted colors. Like, nothing wild, no... just like khakis and and brown tone shirts (laughs) for the first few days you would spend it with your big brother quote unquote that's what they called him and this person was tasked with uh, was a was a student who had been there for a while um and was familiar with things and they were tasked with showing you around the facilities and explaining the rules we do have to remember this is a reform school and while a lot of kids did not belong there there were still kids who probably needed an actual reform school. Yeah. So many of the big brothers liked to watch the newbies suffer, so they would purposely have them break rules or fail to tell them specific rules and watch them endure the punishment.
0: Ah, oh, that's fucked up.
1: As a newbie, you were referred to as a non strength. Okay until you can move up the programs, which there were seven programs in total, I believe it said you have to pass three programs before you become a strength, which is like the next like the next tier next rank. Oh that's weird. Yeah. so the minimum time it took you to move to the strength rank was six months. And that's like the minimum time. And during that time, you were unable to speak to anybody, speak, interact to or touch anybody unless you were spoken to or uh, authorized to. You're literally not at all. You couldn't even just like, oh, that's
0: that's that's like already that's already such like abuse. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's already insanely uh, abusive. Of course, it's like
1: six months is the minimum. And that's if you could figure out all the rules and abide by all the rules and basically get on the good side of the authority at this place and to do that you were ha- you had to be willing to throw other kids underneath the bus Ah, oh, are you serious once you gained the strength rank you they were called expediters and what they would do is they would carry around clipboards for the staff mm-hmm. and they would write down anybody they saw breaking a rule mm. And if they did not write down enough kids, they themselves were punished. So oh. they would start making shit up about other kids. Are you serious? Or making assumptions. Yep. They also had the the expediters who were like the older in ranks who during like night, like sleep hours would patrol with flashlights and they would periodically shine their flashlight at kids who were quote-unquote sleeping whether they were actually getting to sleep to make sure that they hadn't run away and plus to make sure they were actually sleeping basically this was a reform school ran by older like ran by kids with some authority in order to like conduct the actual quote-unquote exercises i found this is just a small version of the uh, list of rules that they had or the guilt quote unquote is what they called the rules at school, the school because actual ru- rules were no drugs no sex no violence okay. those were like the official rules but then they had guilt which was basically other like different rules and so here's here's just a few of them talking too much not talking enough oh no you're just really set <laughs> up for
0: failure there i'd be fucked talking too loud i'd really be fucked
1: not talking loud enough oh fuck finding someone at camp attractive
0: that's unfair but okay
1: making eye contact Uh, uh, oh i'm sorry pro like prolonged eye contact making eye contact too long
0: i just immediately thought of bo
1: burnham Burnham.
0: prolonged eye contact
1: unauthorized physical contact smiling Oh, fuck. Trying to tell people, like outside of the school,
0: what was happening at the school. Certainly don't want anybody to. Oh, oh okay. So, like, you know, reporting abuse. Got it. Yep. No fake sleeping. No
1: oversleeping. No undersleeping.
0: What are they looking for? Like, is this Goldilocks? Is Talking this to go-
1: somebody above your rank. Goldilocks and the badass kids.
0: Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs>
1: Looking out the window.
0: Okay. Oh, mm.
1: Writing without being told. Drawing of any kind. Listening to music. Showering for more than three minutes. <gasps> I'd be. I, I think I'd be okay with that. Thinking of running away. <laughs> Wait.
0: Wait. <laughs> yep. What do they. Does, is somebody like. If anyone even mentions running away. The kid, oh. The kids well, I'm are just, supposed
1: to report it.
0: In my head though. I'm like thinking about about it it? like yeah like they got a mind reader they got a fucking psychic on staff oh okay okay being in the bathroom too long who ran this school did Dolores Umbridge like come from the wizarding world to run is is she like is her character based on this on these people like Joseph
1: Ritchie is who ran this school Dolores Umbridge got it negative body language and facial reaction to orders or just like a A list of some of the rules that they had in place that were punishable. Uh,
0: The military isn't even as insane as this. I mean, not that I would know firsthand, but like still. Now let's go to the punishments that they had for... Uh, the guilt.
1: So if you were caught smiling, you were forced to wear a dunce cap. They had, which is, I'm trying to go in order of which ones I think are the worst, cleaning toilets with toothbrushes. They had, Their own toothbrushes? It didn't specify, but I'm sure. All these are just kind of bad. They had isolation chambers in which you could spend a day up to a month in, and they would bring you a dirty mattress at midnight and then come back at 7 a.m. to bring take the mattress away and then leave you in isolation some more
0: Aww.
1: they had cowboy kickass. wait i'm sorry which, what? yeah sounds like a fun name yeah the like the offending student would be repeatedly shoved into concrete walls by <gasps> other students
0: oh my god it's like a fucking kids fight club
1: it is that's exactly what someone like a kid who worked who went there was like this is literally like a child fight club there was also they had spankings done with a ping pong paddle which was also performed by other students they also had this thing which was authorized by a staff member so whenever they felt that there was a child who was acting up or had giving them too much lip or whatever so basically whoever they decided that they didn't like Mm -hmm. they would call for a general meeting
0: that doesn't sound terrible
1: The general meeting uh, consisted of the staff member putting a kid in the middle of a ring of children. Oh, more fight club shit. Not quite. That's something else, but all the rest of the children had to scream slurs and degrading words at this kid. Emotional fight club. Oh my God. Emotional fight club for up to an hour until the staff member decided that the kid had learned their lesson.
0: Damn.
1: And sometimes they would actually have a couple kids hold up the disobedient child. (gasps) So they had to stand and face the slurs while they were being screamed at. The other kids were forced to participate in this. So every kid there had to come stand in this circle and scream at this kid. They were forced to degrade a child in fear of having to endure one of the other punishments
0: damn dude like the these poor kids like i mean all jokes aside though like you were in no matter what position you were in you were in a lose-lose situation that seems like you always had to watch your back like that's horrifying mm-hmm. and i can't imagine the mental toll that this would have taken on kids
1: oh yeah it's uh it's pretty awful this one i think is probably the one that's the scariest it gets worse yeah Ooh. so they had this thing called the ring now this is the student fight club oh okay and the ring is a gathering of students once again mm-hmm. and they form a huddle and they have a student who they call the bully quote unquote who has been acting out and they will be they were forced into the ring with another student they were they were boxing gloves and the and the face guard but they would the bully would have to go round after round after round with different kids <gasps> until he lost they did not let the bully ever win
0: oh so he had to keep
1: fighting until he failed
0: are you fucking serious mm-hmm. oh my god the
1: fights were often really unbalanced so if they decided that there was like if there was a like a smaller kid in there they mm-hmm. would throw the biggest guys at him
0: oh there
1: were pregnant women at the school who were forced to participate in the ring
0: oh my
1: oh my god
0: God.
1: There was one kid who, whose sister talked for him. He came from an abusive family. And so he just generally had a lot of pent up anger. Yeah. And so when it was his time to be in the ring, uh, one of the staff called him out and he was the bully of the ring. He went round after round. I think they said that he did like seven rounds with Holy different shit. kids. Did any of them get like at least a, a fucking boxing scholarship? No. <laughs> Fuck. He finally collapsed on the floor, and it took them 20 minutes to call an ambulance. Wow. After they finally did, the coroner ruled his death a brain aneurysm, so he <gasps> died. Oh, my God. The poor kid died? He was 17. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, the school covered their tracks by saying he had often faked headaches to get out of his chores, oh. so they didn't believe him when he said he had a headache this time. Oh. So those were uh those are like some of the punishments that they had. They probably had more. I read there was an account that somebody witnessed there was a student strapped down to a table and they blended a mixture of food and feces and like dumped it on her oh
0: that's literally a, a torture method wait no yeah yeah no
1: yeah it is oh there was uh they also made them wear signs like degration signs and so like one of them was like "Ask me why i'm a uh i could find it but it was like "Ask me why i'm a a a sperm holder, or ask me why I act like such a pig, kind of stuff. And they would be forced to wear that around all day, probably for multiple days. The kid who died in the ring was not the only kid to die from the result of, from Alon. There were three runaways in the documentary. I read four, but I couldn't find details on the fourth one. So uh, there were three runaways that really like, they know about and have details on. One of them was a kid who ran and kept running and actually ended up finding a police officer. And the police officer like noticed his signs, like all of his bruising and the state of his body, and it ended up taking him home. Thank God. There was another girl who escaped and she, they said she ran for like 15 miles. Finally found herself on the highway um, And got picked up by a trucker who then raped and killed her. Fuck. And okay. Left her on the s-
0: I was really hoping that it wasn't, you know, my first instinct as a true crime pos- podcaster, but damn it. Yeah. Don't uh, trust he, truck drivers. He left her body on the side of the road. No offense to any truck drivers who might be listening. It's not all of you. <laughs> but in general, just Which don't hitchhike no. with truck drivers. I, it, they got they got work to do. Mm-hmm. That's Not right. that kind of work. <laughs> oh, that's awful! Holy shit! Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah, no. She got out of a lawn just to be murdered by a truck driver.
0: God damn! That's so fucking sad. That's intensely like. Can you just imagine? Like you think somebody is about to help you, and yep. nope, just kidding. Like oh my Christ! We can make this episode so much longer because they
1: go they go into details about a lot of these kids too. Like after after Alan but I'm just right. trying to focus on this for now. There was another boy who escaped. She was she was a uh, 17. There was and then the the other boy who escaped was 15 and he escaped and was knocking on the door of a resident house that he found and ended up getting shot while he was knocking on their door. I don't know. I didn't go into why the guy opened fire, but he did die. And then of course many people who ended up graduating quote unquote from this school. A lot of them didn't even graduate. As soon as they turned 18, they signed a legal waiver that got them out of that
0: school. Yeah, fuck graduation at that fucking point.
1: Mm-hmm. What um, the
0: fuck? But a lot of them would go on to commit suicide. Oh no. <sighs>
1: Those who didn't previously have drug problems before going into the school, Mm -hmm.
0: they did when they got out. I can only imagine. I just, oh, that makes me so sad.
1: So I didn't know how to organize the rest of this. So these are just a bunch of other facts that I found about this school that I feel like need to be said. So their actual schooling, like their math and their English and their history, was held from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Wait, what? 7 p.m. To 11 p.m. Oh, what the fuck? Because they thought that children who were sleep deprived were easier to control. So they would run them ragged all day. So they would sit down and learn at the end of the day. I think I'm going to talk about Richie last because he's a whole nother fucking can of worms. There were kids that thrived in this system. Mm -hmm. They were people who naturally, I imagine, fit in very well with Richie. There were kids who liked to control other kids who were conformed Gross. to having the authority and one hundred percent and wholly invested in Richie and his teachings. Of course, these teachings—like a fucking cult—we'll get there. Okay. Um, these teachings were based off. I should have written down the name. I was like, "Oh, got it. I know this cult." Now I can't remember. Starts with an S. Were based off of another cult of a drug reform cult, and the I- idea of it is was to break these kids down to forget. Everything they ever knew about themselves to degrade everything they knew and break their spirit. Right. And turn them into nothing of a person so that they could rebuild a person from that shell.
0: Which is literally like, mm-hmm. that is a like known cult tactic. Mm-hmm. That's just terrible. The whole point
1: of this school was conformity and brainwash. And there were kids who
0: did really well with that.
1: Those and would be so called
0: psychopaths and sociopaths.
1: The people who thrived and did really well and graduated, Richie would go on to hire them after they graduated to become his staff and follow his orders and do to the children that were coming in what had been done to them. Oh, no,
0: mm-hmm. okay.
1: So they were also in the sense of, they said they was like, all these people were completely under his control because as soon as they graduated, he not only would help them with like getting them a job, but he would help them buy houses. He would keep them financially stable. Mm-hmm. and there was a count that said one of his staff members like literally this man could have told us to eat cyanide and we would have done it willingly in a heartbeat we owed our entire life to him That's whatever he wanted gross. he got oh okay we're gonna go on to richie now richie was a for- a formal drug former drug addict he spent his time in a drug reform class and claimed that it was the best thing that ever happened to him he ended up buying this uh, investing into this place and i believe he ended up buying it outright eventually from the uh, founder the psychiatrist and completely owned it he ran it he basically spent his entire life dedicated to alan one boarding school he had an entire staff to run it, but he was the one that he spent every day there and he was in charge making every sure every, making sure everything went the way he wanted it to.
0: Somebody's a type A personality?
1: Oh yeah. It got to a point where he his wife was also his partner, like she was invested in this financially as well. She oh, technically so she's owned a piece this of business shit. with him. Not quite. Oh, okay. She was I think from what I understood, a very typical housewife. She was not involved in as much as a normal investing partner would be. He used a lot of the tactics that he used on the the kids there on his wife
0: oh so he was like i mean i mean this guy just sounds like a general garbage human
1: oh yeah if she did something he didn't like she he would openly humiliate her and degrade her in front of the entire staff he would make decisions and let everybody else know about his decisions except for her like Constantly undermining her authority and her rights as a person and basically everything. She ended up going to therapy while she was still married to him. Despite the fact that he's like, no, you don't need therapy. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you?
0: Please tell me her therapist was like, hey, this isn't good.
1: Yeah, basically with the help of her therapist, she was able to get out. Oh, good. Okay. He ended up remarrying to a woman named Sharon. And Sharon was just as big of
0: a garbage person as Richie was. I love, I really love these kind of love stories. Me too. She was also, she owned half the business. Oh, awesome. So, so it's like a, it's like a sign on bonus for marrying this douche sickle. Basically, yeah. Her story doesn't really begin
1: until after Richie dies. Richie had a serious smoking problem. He ended up developing lung cancer. He died in 2001. I hope that it was like the
0: most painful lung cancer. Me
1: to. now Sharon ended up taking over for him right after he died at this point like we're talking early 2000s like it's been going on for 30
0: years now and people this is like the modern talk. age too
1: we're in the modern age phones internet like all of this stuff is becoming available they had a lot of bad rep at this point not enough to con- actually convict anybody but people are starting to hear rumors sharon ended up getting rid of the ring practice Aww, but kept yay. everything else mm. finally in 2010 there was a reddit user and I don't know how to say the first part. It's G-Z-A-S, my hero, who is no longer on Reddit. Jesus. Looked at his, I don't know okay. if it's supposed to be like, Jesus, whatever. I don't know who it's supposed to be. But anyways, this Reddit user utilizes the forum, is a previous uh, or a former student of Elon, and is like, guys, I know you're not going to believe me, but this is the shit that has been going on on this school. You can look. There are facts there. You can if you do the research you can see what is happening there and nobody's looking into it like i need help because like my traumas in the past but they're still taking in kids and we could like help them yeah and a bunch of people got onto this reddit and were like what the fuck can we do like i've looked at like i've done the research and this is actually happening how do we help there were other former students who are like i can agree like i can back this up like i was there too my parents sent me or like yeah they sent my cousin and she's super fucked up like all of these people started coming forward onto this post in 2010 and then in march of 2011 sharon made a public post like a public announcement and was like hey like we're not really getting students in anymore and oh i wonder why some, we're having some financial issues oh. like we're gonna have to shut down the school
0: oh. and
1: they shut down the beginning of april in 2011
0: Oh poor Sharon And a lot of it
1: a lot of people contribute that shutdown to the Reddit user who started that post and got like the the word out about what was really happening. Good. I hope that Reddit user gets a medal. I hope so too. He's I looked at the Reddit post. it's still there. If wow. pretty much if you look up Alon one, on reddit or like just google alon1 reddit yeah it's the first thing that comes up is his post his user has been deleted but like all of his stuff on all of his comments are still there but there's like 1.4 posts or comments on this thing like i scrolled through like maybe 30 of them and it's pretty intense really <laughs> yeah so would definitely mm. recommend because i barely i like skimmed the top trimmings of this like you could like go in further of like all the all the PTSD and suicides and and killings that happened here, like all the shit that actually like was caused from Alon. But that's just like the school. Like this is a whole thing. Oh, and they're not the only one. There were kids on there who were like not Alon, but like there's a school in Indiana or whatever who, that has the exact same practices.
0: Really? Mhm.
1: So they weren't the only one. They're just the one that like
0: actually got is investigated the worst. and shut down. I don't even know if they're the worst. They're the ones that got caught. Wow. Wow. so they're like potentially, like there could be somewhere who's even worse than that, yeah. you know what's interesting you say that though, a while ago, ok, so I don't remember I mean, everybody, I'm sure most people know who bad baby is, yeah. Yeah? Or no, do you? I don't know who Bad Baby is. Okay, thank you. Bad Baby was the girl on, it's like Danielle Bertolucci. I don't know. It's like Daniela something or Danielle something. And she was the Cash Me Outside girl. Is oh, yeah. the Cash Me Outside yeah. girl. Right. She actually did some sort of interview about a school that Dr. Phil partnered with or something. Or like basically like sent kids off to like... He'd get him on the show and the parents would like, yeah, I'm going to send my kid off or something like that. I don't remember the exact mm-hmm. circumstances. Don't quote me on it. But I watched it vaguely, like half acidly. Like I watch most things. Mm-hmm. She talks about like the terrible shit that she went through at like a place. I don't think it was a lawn. I don't think. <laughs> but like just horrifying. It's I didn't even realize disgusting. that until the end when you were talking about that there could be more of them. I just. Well, how is that legal? Because their parents
1: legally sign away their rights.
0: Yeah, so I can legally say somebody can beat my fucking kid. Somebody yes. can abuse my child. But yet, but here's what doesn't make sense to me about that. Like, people go to jail for child abuse. So they they earn the right
1: to do whatever... They want the child. And as long as they, that's what got them in trouble in the first place is the physical abuse. They can do literally anything else to these kids, especially back in the 70s. Like, well, yeah, they could get away with a shit ton. But
0: this didn't, this wasn't just in the 70s. I'm thinking modern day. How the fuck is this shit allowed to go on?
1: It's not necessarily allowed, but a lot of people turn a blind eye to it. A lot of people are paid off. These are like multi-million corporations, really big, like rich families send their kids there who have like- you know i mean you see movies about it all the time the rich kid with the with the attitude problems or whatever send them to these reform schools pay off whoever's looking into it like Mm -hmm. richie paid off a bunch of people he paid off reporters and journalists and all these people who are trying to like bring light he would just pay them off because he made
0: millions off of these kids that's insane to me that's just oh god ew it makes me like feel itchy it's disgusting Ew. But I will say this did inspire me. I know usually we surprise each other, but I mm-hmm. think I kind of want to talk about this. This really gave me inspiration because I kind of want to talk about McKamey Manor. I don't know who that is. Good. Don't look it up. Okay. I'm excited. It's uh, that that really gave me inspiration to look that up because they do some fucked up shit there. Cool. And at least it's to adults. Oh, God. Well, thanks for there that. There was one... pick. I just have this
1: doesn't have to be in the in the episode but i just like want to like put this out there too like the kid that posted shit on reddit was Mm -hmm. like you could legally sign yourself out at 18 and there were some kids there who were like 22 23 still there because they were so brainwashed and thinking like this is where i belong i deserve
0: this i don't like it okay well thanks for that um you're welcome i love you dearly (laughs) i love you (laughs) on that note thank you guys for joining us on that wild ride i think we all agree that's terrible i just Mm -hmm. i still can't believe like how long it was able to go on into like 40 years yeah that's just that's really insane to me like up till 2000 i graduated in 2012 so like I, i just i oh that's scary that's scary as fuck like, yeah, so they're so like scary.
1: They were talking about it because, like, when you think about like in the seventies, like, okay, if they were you know sixteen in the seventies, they're grown and have kids now. Like yeah. those are kids are age.
0: There's there are age now. Yeah, that were that's, in the school. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Well, good pick, Liz. That was a that was a Thank like you. I feel like that was a little departure from what we from even what we normally talk about. But I'm glad you're kind of shedding some light on that. Yeah, it's obscene. And it is obscene. I don't really have much of a good transition for that. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, the It's uh, fucked up is what it is. It's very fucked up. <laughs> the holiday season is fast approaching the uh, let's see here. Hold on. Our release date for this episode. It, it should be as of listening to this December 19th, which means Christmas is only six days away. Wow. If that's what you celebrate. Mm-hmm. There's also many other holidays this time of year that you should also acknowledge if those are the holidays that you celebrate. Basically, I'm just trying to say happy holidays. Enjoy your holiday. Yes. Um, enjoy whatever you happen to celebrate. If you don't celebrate a holiday, just uh I, I don't know, spend some time with your fucking family, smoke a bowl, I don't know. Say la vie as they la say. La vie. Oh. Well no, say la vie. La vie. Say say la vie. That's la the, vie. that's the phrase, say la vie. Yeah, la vie. That's just the life.
1: I'm just I'm saying it. You're saying say la vie and I'm trying to be white and say
0: la vie. So I'm saying such is life and, and you're just saying the life. Okay, cool. You don't get the white joke. Nope. Never mind. Sorry, I, I guess I'm not nearly as white as you. Uh it's like the fucking joke where it's like, I want you to say it. And oh, they're like How ah, it. Yeah, I'm just stupid.
1: That's yeah. all.
0: I love you dearly. I love everybody I love who listens. You. Uh if we don't get to uh, come out with another episode, once again, enjoy the holidays. Give your loved ones lots of love. Love. <laughs> love Love your loved ones. Do you love me? Could you learn to love me? Could you learn me? to love me? <laughs> Yay. And scene.
1: I got this. Bye. We'll just use mine.